How would it feel to have a thriving fitness business and have the freedom to enjoy life at the fullest? Well, that is exactly what the Trainer Revenue Multiplier Show is going to give you. My name is Matthew Park. This is Amy Filer. Hey, guys. And we are here to serve. Guys, hope you guys are having an awesome weekend. As you guys can see, I have a special guest, a special friend, a special colleague, a buddy here from Toronto coming, driving down in his wonderful uh, Cadillac. White mm-hmm. Cadillac, that beige yeah. Cadillac, buddy, was in style. You're going to have to get one now. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I experienced it, by the way. And he came down, and we had an awesome weekend together for mm-hmm. the last day or so here with the kids. The family yeah. of The Rock came down, and Viev was here. We had dinner together. Yeah. Talked core values, talked uh, mindset, business, yeah. the whole nine yards. All nine yards. With the kids dancing with dancing with uh, the cheers. kids the whole time, you know. Cheers! Yeah. I done some coffee from them as well too, by the way. Yeah. So, guys, as you may know, Alvin Brown is uh, is a TRM leader, a valuable TRM leader. We've met for the last couple of years now in TRM. He's a best-selling author of three books, two books, three books, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two, one on the way. Two on the way. Yeah. So, guys, the book actually is right behind me. Just going to show you guys a little snapshot here. This actually is the book that um, Mr. Brown there. If you guys can't have a check there, look at it on Amazon. The Journey to Personal Greatness book. This is the one you guys want to check out. And uh, that is his book he has right now. And we're going to talk mindset because this is actually his wheelhouse with personal mastery is mindset. And we're talking this actually over the course of the weekend. Now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. I, I was a, most. some of you don't know me, most, is I was an elite athlete aspiring to become pro. And... It just never worked out. I mean, fate, things happen for a reason with everybody. So one of my books in the future will be called Unfinished Business because I feel, yeah, I feel, you know, there's unfinished business that I got to do. You know, there's a a path I was on and it got diverted many reasons, many reasons why. And fate might be a fate that I should be here right now. And that's okay. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Take advantage of that. And so I've been, one thing I found out in that journey, on that journey, is that when I would be practicing in the studio, I was also a professional dancer as well, competitive dancer, professional dancer. I was great in the studio, in the ring, in the gym, amazing. Mm-hmm. I was a superstar in my mind in the gym. Everything flowed beautiful. I got out to the ring, to the dance, to the stage, somebody else showed up. Someone cut me off on the way there and showed up instead of me. And I was always wondering what the hell is going on? Yeah. So this is where my motivation came from the mindset piece is that something goes on between our ears that we show up and we, the wrong person shows up. The person who thinks in their mind, they're legendary in their mind, but they get there and a whole other person. So I've been passionate and interested in this. What happened? What happened? And then over 30 years of working with people, as a personal trainer first, then an osteopath, then a, now a coach, and I own my own multidisciplinary clinic. Thousands of clients have gone across my table in my room, and I see the same thing. I see it in their life, I see it in their business, I see it in their sports mindset. So this is what I'm so passionate about, this personal mastery. And just like the name says, it's about mastering yourself. Forget about outside. There actually is no... The opponent, another person shows up to compete with mm-hmm. you, but there is no actually no bigger opponent than you. It's true. 
that three-part mass between our ears. We didn't get the instruction manuals for it. So we have to learn. So here's a question because a lot of our trainers who go through our program, and you've obviously seen them with Alvin because you're on almost every all, all of our calls from TRM mm -hmm. to the goal, the group coaching, everything right. Right? Yeah. is the self-sabotage game of like, you know, you kind of come in the program, you get results, all of a sudden you start self-sabotage. Do I deserve this money or deserve the income or yeah. deserve the success? Yeah. How do you look at that from an area of like, how would a coach help overcome the self-sabotage aspect? There's so many techniques. Yeah practical strategies not just pump you up you can do it no there's actually practical strategies that you can implement in your life to change the narrative because mm -hmm. most of that narrative that you have about imposter syndrome you don't deserve to be here people are gonna find me out i am you know fooling people and all this that's not your narrative that's been through cultural conditioning friendships that you've had, someone of influence that you've given the power to somewhere in your life and told you what you could be, how far you can go. Sometimes, get this quote, familiarity breeds contempt. Those who think they know you, think they know you won't allow you to get into who you really should become because they think they know you because that's the way they grew up being comfortable with you being and now you're trying to be somebody else, trying. They don't want you to be that way because you're going to challenge their belief and their comfort zone. So there's many reasons that we have to dive into and dissect. And it's just not a one shot. There's no, or else people change. There's no seminar, no one. This is training, personal mm -hmm. mastery training. It's, it's as if when I got into my business, it the biz practice when a professional gets into practice it, that's what it is you're constantly practicing yeah and training is just that you gotta just keep on training training the mind so when a coach goes to that phase of like you know making the first their first 10k months the second no, they're almost like oh my gosh i'm making all this income now mm -hmm. but i've been making three to four to six k a month for five or ten years probably mm -hmm. you know or even like seven k on their best month all of a sudden they make all this extra income mm -hmm. what are actual techniques you would suggest or ideas you, you give a uh, you know a coach like that mm -hmm. to say you know what here's what you would want to do to help become more of that that's your new norm that's kind of your new wealth limit you talked yeah. about yeah. actually yeah. wealth limit uh, of a 20k you know coach now as opposed to a five or a seven k coach you've been so neurologically programmed for for so many years yeah you know so that's a great question because that comes down to where you have to build it right build your foundation right you know you can't that's why it's, it's good not to rush mm -hmm. things. You, you know, lottery winners, lottery people win the lottery, and and a lot of athletes who come from a low socioeconomic background and who gets vaulted into a contract, a big contract, right. because they're talented, end up three years after both groups, the lottery winners and the athletes. True. Both groups are broke a few years after they retire, a few years after they win. So we want to slowly but surely earn our way up to that level. And when you do, start to look at your wins. This is where looking at your wins, tracking. Because it's so in our mind, it's, it's so easy to look at what didn't go right. Mm -hmm. Somehow we can always conjure up the one out of ten things that went wrong, quote unquote, and let that get bigger. Yeah. And all of a sudden diminish the, the nine that went right. It's just a human nature thing. It's, it's the way we use to protect ourselves. It, it's, we want to not be vulnerable, so we do things to protect ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that involves being the first one. We, we 
are the first ones to deliver ourselves. Mm-hmm. And that's in lieu of you doing it to me. So I'm going to do it to myself first. Of course. That way I, there's no bigger critic than me. Yeah, 100%. So it's a self-sabotage thing to protect our ego. Mm-hmm. So what we have to do when we start to level up is start to track your wins. I, I have something I give to my client that I call the you done good list. And it's a list of everything you've ever done great. The Little League's trophy you won mm-hmm. that you forgot about. The black belt that you got in whatever, the yellow, green, whatever belt that you have. The game you won, the child you have, the successful marriage, whatever it is, you name it. Right. Build a list of things you did great at and review them on the regular because it's too easy to think back at the ones we didn't do right. Right. Shame and guilt to just back in the past and regret. And so we have to build things in our current present moment that builds us up instead of tearing us down because it's easy to tear yourself down. It's easy. That's an easy, easy work. Totally. Right. So it's remembering what you did right. So one thing you talk about in personal master is also identity, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. uncovering that new level that you mentioned out your th- things, of course, that you did in your past, that of course you're proud of, or that you know, of course your wins to mm-hmm. reinforce that. So do you incorporate those wins into this new version that you're creating for yourself to like again create that confidence self you're striving for and then reinforce that? You talk about PMT principle, right? Yeah. Reinforce that over time to recondition that system of yours. Yeah. If you know the classic quote, right? Fake it till you make it, and all of you don't like that. However, some you know, think about this for a second. Thinking you're no good at something is actually faking it. That's, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah we're, we're so quick yeah. to take on that fake, but yeah. we're not quick to take on the other fake because the other fake, when you're when you are thinking of yourself as being great, that comes with vulnerability, right? Right? So, because to tell yourself you're not good at something. Let's take imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Let's take imposter syndrome. All of a sudden, you make it up to the top in your organization or you're yep. at the top of the game and whatever. Yep. And all of a sudden, you have this, this fear that someone's going to find out that you actually shouldn't be there. That's actually the fake. It's a good point, actually. Yeah. yeah. Because you got there for a reason. Yeah, it's a very good point. You got there for, but now you're faking that, yeah. that you're a fake. So why mm-hmm. not do the flip side? We fool ourselves all the time. You know, Shakespeare's quote, we're all actors on a stage in our yeah. lives. We're acting something. Why do I not think you're, you're, you're better than? Of course. I mean, exactly. Yeah. You know, Muhammad Ali did it before he, you know, he was legendary. Everybody knows this one. I am the greatest. Yeah, I love it. I, love right? it, I am the greatest. And he did that before everyone else. Same with Arnold. Was. Same with Arnold, man. All the yeah. greats put themselves in a state of greatness. 100%. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with doing that. It's it, Now, if you're going over the line where you're, boastful and narcissistic that's yeah. another whole level but exactly we're talking about the average person mm-hmm. we just need to get into another whole persona and just put the put the audience you're trying to get to first make them first so i'm being great for you mm. not for me i like that i'm being great for you i'm like going that. out there putting myself out there for you because mm-hmm. there's someone who needs the information you have there's someone who needs to hear what you have to say there's someone who's struggling right now with the problem you have so that book needs to be written. Yeah. That, that. Uh, podcast needs to be put out. That person who's struggling now, who may, this this information may be the thing they do when they stop harming themselves. Of course. 100%. But you're holding on to it because your ego is in there. Yeah. Let it go. No one cares about us as much as we do. We're our own worst critics. So you can, and you know, here's what also allows me to do my work. I know that if you're cutting me, I'm in the arena. Yeah. Yeah. You're in the stands. Yeah. And people are in the arena never 
take take the time to bring somebody else down because they're in the arena. They know they're vulnerable too. Right. But if you're not being vulnerable, you can say whatever you want to somebody. You can be a keyboard warrior behind. And most of those people don't have an image on their their photo. They don't have a, anything up. They block. They're yeah, private. They're blocked. They're private. They have this wall up, right? Wall up. Yeah. yeah. So it's you're wall, yeah. you're watching. I'm in the arena. Because if you're in my arena, you won't say anything. You'll just support. You'll support because yeah. you know the journey is hard. You know, we talked about even one of my core values is truth. I think truth almost kind of comes in here because you talked about like that you're kind of shoving for as far as the new person you're creating for yourself is almost like that truthful self. Mm -hmm. Even though maybe there's areas you're striving to get toward, it's truthful to you because you believe it, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's you're you're retraining your neurological body and system and brain and all your basic levels to basically be that next person you want to go into. That obviously is truth mm -hmm. at the end of the day. Yeah. So like not being truthful is actually not actually going up and leveling up that person because now you're actually disproving your who you actually you know you should be going up towards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing, though, you know, for all of us, stepping up your game. There's a great book I recommend to a client that I mm -hmm. had a call with. Yeah. Called um, the War of Art. The War of Art, not the, the Art of War. Oh, the War of Art. The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. And it okay. talks about this idea that when you are doing something you love mm. that is signature to you, your passion, you yeah. will meet resistance. Mm. When you're doing menial work that doesn't really isn't close to you, it's easy to do that because mm. there's no there's no chips on the table. Yeah, it makes there's sense. There's no harm, there's no vulnerability. But the minute you do your passion, resistance comes and all this narrative starts coming up because you know you're this is where if somebody cuts you up, you're you're hurt. Yeah. This point. one hurts. This one hurts. If I'm doing your project and and working for you and someone cuts it up, I just blame you. That's their <laughs> that's their thing, not mine. I don't care. You yeah. can tell me whatever you want. That's their deal. But the minute you start to cut up my work, my book is out and you made a bad critic of my that's my book. That's yeah. my that hurts. So exactly. I, I'd rather not do that. But I refuse to have my Music still in me. Direct my music still playing. So what Alvin's kind of mentioning is kind of cool because he's talking about this evolution of growth that we're stepping on, right? As we grow as coaches and trainers in the industry, we go from this level to that level, and then this level, there's these growth levels you're going to be going through, which of course are going to feel uncomfortable. Or, you know, bears will come up. There'll be there'll be pain points to go through, and that's totally normal. That's all part of the process. Yeah. But coaches, of course, will kind of, of course, level up. All of a sudden, they'll want to level back down because they, they don't face this this level, this barrier head on yeah. and work through it for a couple of weeks or a month or two to go to the next step upwards, correct? Yeah. yeah. You know what they say, right? At every, at every new level, there's another devil mm -hmm. that you didn't know was there. And we all go through it, man. We all go through it. Every yeah. single one of us. If yeah. you're at five figures now, you may be comfortable. Get to six. <laughs> yeah, totally. You're gonna be uncomfortable again, and then there is yeah. there's the so six. You know, there's a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. There'll be discomfort. Sure. Five, half a million. Yeah. There'll be discomfort. Then you get to seven, and now there's super discomfort because who's gonna come and take it? Who's gonna want my money? Who's going to? Geez, they they start taking the next level, eight up, eight figures up. You try to protect your money from the government. It's all <laughs> kinds of. Yeah. There, there's so much. There's so much. Every level, there's a new devil. So get used to it. That's well, and you're, and you're factoring in money, but also we factor, you know, our coaches, will, of course, who have like kids or yeah. their family life or they're trying to, you know, whatever, you know, that's all different levels. Because now you're factoring money, but also you're factoring in like how do you balance entrepreneurship and coaching yeah. with raising uh, one kid or three kids or five yeah. kids, whatever it yeah. is. 
You got four. So yeah. you went through that already. Yeah. Yeah, I went through that. I went and, and that again is where you keep your head in the game. Mm-hmm. Having somebody hold you accountable as well as having a an image. <laughs> this is where identities come in. Uh, identities are super important. I have different identities for all my roles. Mm-hmm. Because imagine one thing I found out, so as a therapist, uh, a healer, mm-hmm. per se, if I have that hat on, healers don't take money. Oh, yeah, good point. Right? They do it from their heart. <laughs> so imagine attempting to run a business mm-hmm. where business is about money. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry to say that, but if you're running a business, it's about money. Mm-hmm. That's how you pay the bills. You can't go to the bank with karma coins. No. That's not it, good. I had like eight people. Was that worth on the bank? <laughs> not much. Not much. Not in the bank. So it's all about numbers. So what we need to do is we need to have an identity. So I have to change my identity. When I'm in the treating, when I'm working with people, I put mm-hmm. that identity on helping that person, loving them, helping them. Mold them. Yeah. When I go to be an entrepreneur, I have a different identity. Because that takes a different mm. identity. I can't bring the healer who takes no money right. to doing business. Right. So you have to create athletes to do that. When they're off the field, they're loving. They're you know, how about the doctor who wants to be wants his wife and kids to be there, his nurse at work where they order them around or mm-hmm. they they're a different character. You do that at home, you're having a divorce. Yeah. Sooner or later, you have the kids hate you. Yep. You know, so you have to put on a different identity. When you're done doctoring, Take the mask off, take everything off, put some, you know, clothes and go do the yard. Go yeah. clean the yard. You know, then you remember, I'm not being a doctor anymore. I'm being dad, fun, whatever that might be, right? So no, Totally, man, yeah. totally. So we talked about more about, like, success. What about, like, when it comes to worth? Because I think one of the things we've always talked about at TRM a lot is, like, when you start raising your prices, you start asking for more mm. On your packages, you start wanting, you know, again, your, 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 your worth becomes a big deal now, right? Mm. So... You know, one of the things, of course, you know, you went from zero to 10K plus months in like under six months. Obviously, yeah. that's a pretty significant growth mm-hmm. curve. But you also went for big whales. Right. So yeah. that's also like a, a curveball, not a curveball, like a different angle you approached. Yeah. Tell us more about like, you know, that mental philosophy of like worth and the big whale philosophy and like that money aspect of like, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. angle, right? You, you know, you have to <clears throat> be it. Be, do, have. So you have to be it before you become it. So in your mind, in your personal self, you have to claim that position, claim that you're great before. Yeah. Then you have to do the things great people do. So you can't have, as they say, what uh, they say, a champagne taste with a beer <laughs> budget. You yeah. know, and so you can't have this, I want all these things, but not willing to do the things they do. Yeah, exactly. That present the level of, execution that a person at that level does mm-hmm. and then you will have everything they have makes sense right success leaves clues mm-hmm. if you look at successful people they can't operate like on a beer you know they can have a champagne taste mm-hmm. but a beer budget the way exactly. they deliver things they deliver it at the highest level they give the baker's dozen you know we we buy because of experience we buy because of the way it makes us feel I'm a sucker that way. <laughs> if you make me feel good, a thing makes me feel good. I'm a kids know it. They they see when I walk into a store to buy, say, a clothing suit, and they see that that person is doting over me and saying, "Oh, they look," yeah. mm. and, they, and and the extra service is there, and I, they know, uh oh, yeah, get the get the credit card out of his hands. He's, <laughs> he's buying the, the store. 
You know, it's more like kick the crap out of your head. Right, yourself. right. <laughs> and but if I get treated another way, a flip side, if I get treated yeah. in a way I don't feel good, I don't even care if it's good quality. I'm out. I'll go yeah. buy the lower quality where I feel. So it's about presenting and giving, giving what you want. You want to feel good. You want good service. Then give that too. And that's mm -hmm. where I think I've, you know. I've done my business where I really work to give the client a great experience. 100%. Right, all the time. 100%. So I think you can have a Zig Ziglar. Yeah. You give everybody what they want, you can have everything you want. That's so true. Right, so, yeah. yeah. What's a tool you recommend? You know, you've been here enough for two years. You've seen a lot of our uh, clients and coaches go through a lot of the phases of, of their growth. What is one of the most important tools you see from like a mindset, mental programming, performance level like well, mental side of it that you see our coaches you know you always give them the same kind of tool over and over again it really kind of helps them grow their business even more mentally and emotionally what's that one tool you think that kind of gets home the most often what do you think here's that's 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 actually a, that's a great question never thought about question but it's easy answer actually okay. clarity clarity okay clarity so many coaches where we start with them come in and they want to serve everybody mm-hmm because it's such a human nature to not lose. Right. You think you're losing something by attempting to narrow your focus and narrow your market. You think, but I love, what about that person over here and that person? And maybe in your past or current business, you're working with a six-year-old who is just crushing it. And you love that. Oh, you love that. Oh, that's so amazing. And then you go and work with an eight-year-old who's also crushing it. And you yeah. think, oh, what, what? I want to serve everybody. Yeah. Well, those are outliers at the end of the day when you think about it. You have a certain niche that you niche, niche, that you want to serve. And because creating a promotion, creating marketing mm -hmm. for everybody is really difficult. Mm -hmm. How are you going to create a marketing for a male from 15? to 70 yeah what would that message look like they want different things yeah pretty pretty plain yeah yeah what would it what would you create a message for the female with the two kids and maybe divorced and looking to get her body back and her hormones or how would you create that when you're trying to also pitch to the 80 year old true or the it's, it's yeah so true. so i think the goal First thing someone has to do is who would I love working with, mm. and stick to that. I love that. And really, it, it sounds very, very. It's probably it's people listening to this at some point will push back at that. Oh no! I well, I think you know what's funny is we were just talking about this actually over over dinner or lunch a couple hour an hour ago or so over Patino's about the, the power of focusing on a business like yeah. one business. Like so yeah. it goes back to the very same thing. Yeah. Focus actually is probably one of the hardest things for trainers to do. Actually, is focus. many entrepreneurs right. Because we're being now we're being trained like you know more than ever about distraction and phones and notifications. So we're being distract we're being distract we're being trained not to be focused. Yeah. So our brains are winning this like you know this mode of like you know bang bang bang. Yeah. Where you're talking about almost a powerful mindset tool of like concentration and focus, yeah. which actually will help a trainer that clarity yeah. to grow their company faster because they're they're focusing on the few to get yeah. the many. Yeah, and the, it's a FOMO thing too. FOMO thing. There you yeah. go. There you go. Yeah, the fear of missing out. We all have that. This is a wiring in us. Mm -hmm. it, we, we have the fear of missing out. So we think we're – and, and worse off, social media. 
Yeah, because we jump on that thing and see some so many. We see the commercials of people's lives. Oh, 100 percent. Just a yeah, commercial. 100%. We don't get to see the full show. Well, and that's only one thing. You've got commercial, but also like all, all the ads coming up. So yeah. you're getting ads, you're getting advertising, you're getting all commercials, you're getting you know, it, it's getting almost more and more all the time. Right? So we think that we're losing out on something, right? But we're not. Yeah. We're losing out when we lose on focus. Mm-hmm. We will definitely lose out. So yeah. I think the number one thing I think with that you're saying that a trainer can do is to get someone old them kind of the focus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they can do that, laser. Lasers. 100%. And then your marketing, so many things get easier. Your marketing gets easier because mm-hmm. when you sit down to think about your audience, when you think about everybody, it's tough to create marketing oh, for everybody. Gosh, totally, dude. Totally. But when you narrow your focus, it's easy. Yeah. One stream. And then your golden 50s and everything you talk about in the, the modules. As you were saying that, I was kind of getting a moment because as you said that about like clarity on our avatar, what mm-hmm. kind of got my mind is this, is that I was at this brain thing kind of clicked for me of like, oh, this is a, a unique idea. Is that when it, when we bring people into here and they start to niche down an audience of a specific clientele, right? And they do that for years and years, almost like they become masters in that domain over 5, 10, 20 years. All of a sudden, everybody actually comes after that. Yeah. It's almost like you go like this. You go like boom, and then you go boom, and then you go boom, yeah. right? And it's right. just like, oh my gosh, now everybody's coming to you that more marketing to that person because they see you work with these kind of people and they're yeah. so good at what you do. The surgeon now becomes an authority that can charge 10 times the price. 10 times 10x. 10x the price. And people will pay it. That's the yeah. thing too because when, when you hear me, when you hear me, I'm, I'm writing the check. True. Yeah. When you hear everybody, it's, again, you, I think you mentioned it in your modules, a, a GP mm-hmm. over a surgeon. Surgeon, yeah. Especially a surgeon. Now, even surgeons, even if that metaphor has levels. So you have a GP who will get, you know, good figure. Yeah. Right? Make a nice income. But that GP starts to go specialize, say, shoulders. Heart surgeon or. Right. Yeah. Right. I only do heart. Yeah. But here's the thing. It gets even better when that surgeon does the ventricular yeah. part of the of the heart right and then yeah. the even more below that right. you know yeah then it's like whoa that's that's a ninja let's it's bring the ninja it's in. a ninja move now, now you're the one person probably in the whole country world you know? yeah now the, the world is wait a uh, one year wait for the person plus you got to pay this much price for the person so now it becomes an even bigger deal right that's it that's the same metaphor yeah. so it goes the same thing towards coaching it almost becomes this mindset of like not fomoing like the yeah. fact that you're going to niche down, but then niching also isn't you know, you stop at one, it's like even even my own, even TRM yeah. niches. We niched down to five different times in the last four years, probably yeah. more like six yeah. in the last five years, and we keep niching down even more. Yeah, and I will be doing the same, same thing for you for PMT. I'll you know? Yeah, I'll be doing the same. Yeah, fitness athletes now I'm getting, but if ironic thing is, so here's something I want everyone to think about although we I'll work with fitness athletes and and competitors, I'm getting a lot of entrepreneurs. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a mindset. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset that they're looking for. It's the same mindset. That's yeah. why my book, when you see my book, it's got the glove and a, and a suit because I took the same mentality I took to sports to to business because it's the same. There's a lot of quotes out there about business being 80% mindset, 90%. Same as sports because yeah. you can teach the 12 modules mm-hmm. and his 12 mo- modules are on point, they're amazing. However, I was selling him. I only think eight, 20% of people will be successful. Mm. There's books, look at his shell. There's a lot of books written. But how many people finish a book? There's 50, sure. 57% of people who buy books, I heard, don't finish them. True. 
Yeah. Don't even some don't open them. I haven't read all these books yet. Yeah. Right. And there's stuff in there. Me too. I like we all don't they look good, they feel good to buy them, but we just don't crack them. They go there for a couple of years. I'm not gonna read that book or you might even read the book at all. And when the student's ready, you read that book and you go, Oh my god, that's what I was looking for. Yeah, hundred percent. So that is application. So anyways, that I think there's so many Success is really not that sexy because when you look at, uh, I did something about um, Usain Bolt. He ran 9.6 seconds, 9.5, something, some crazy number. Fast, yeah. fast man. And it, but it, the thing is, it took him, people say, oh, you know, it, to get that, it took him 11 years or more his whole life to mm-hmm. get to 9.6. So we get to, we get to celebrate him now. But what about the years when no one was there? <laughs> no one it, so success is really not a whole lot of sexy. It's very mundane mm-hmm. to deliver one thing. I love Bruce Lee, and I'll finish with this one. Bruce Lee's quote says, you know, one of his quotes, he says, he doesn't fear someone who does a thousand kicks once. He fears a person who does one kick a thousand times. All right? And Mariana Rivera, the pitchers for the Yankee, the closer, Mm-hmm. He had one pitch. Yeah, Everybody one pitch. knew what was coming. Yeah. But just couldn't stop it. Yeah. So, so good. Yeah. yeah so, you know, man. Yeah. Well, it's been awesome having you having you in Montreal yeah. for a minute. It's been a great yeah. having you. Looking for having you again, you know, yeah. in the flesh yeah. again yes, from sir. Montreal. You head back there on the road for a couple of hours. So, so guys, it was more so giving you guys a little, little bonus live of like me and Alan kind of sharing his mindset tactics for coaches out there, of course, in the fitness world. And of course, give you some values other than that. We're going to wish Alvin uh, a fantastic, safe trip back to back to Toronto, and and have you uh, definitely back, you know, back to Montreal again here in a couple of months. Yeah, yeah, Who yeah. knows, buddy? So absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We'll go from there, buddy. You need us to dance, or is that for a different day? Or? I'm not kidding. No. <laughs> yeah. Just go to the, the Instagram channel right now. You'll see a bunch of videos there for the next 24 hours. So. There you go. All right, guys, have an awesome day, guys. Take care. All Thanks, right. bud. Always a pleasure, yes, my sir. Yeah, buddy. All right. <laughs>